like I'm really struggling with how to put in things that I want to put in where they belong. Yeah. Like, I have poems. I don't know where they go. But also, should I be writing more specifically towards the prompt? I should have brought the prompts. But we can just recreate yeah, them, right? This right is a poem here. about culture. Illustrate. This is a poem about blank that illustrates culture. Yo, Listen. if you're listening right now, you a fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a cut. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but that us. If you're listening, you a fan. Not only because you're listening, but because this is the You a Fan podcast. Today we're talking about the artist process. We in the midst of the process right now. I'm here with my besties, Gladys and Nate. You're. Hi. You're. Um, they're trying to write a book in a week, so if you're listening to this pod, day two, <laughs> stay tuned for the next <laughs> pod to see if this book no. actually gets <laughs> actually gets written. I was thinking about that. I was like, we should like record every every part of the process. We have some recordings from yesterday, not many, yeah. but we also have today evidence of us making it. Mm-hmm. We have the recording. And then, I mean, I don't know what you're going to do with the pod, but we have the pod as well. We're going to publish it. And this is a call of accountability. Low <laughs> <Yes>. key. <laughs> Hi, key. No, that ass. I was like, if I, if I say something out loud and other people know about it, I have more of a reason to get it done. Because I told niggas I was doing it. That's why I love making niggas feel like, oh, you thought I wasn't going to do it? I love the fucking glory of winning. So. Your word is your bond. Right. Um, so, um, okay. So, should we just, okay. So, let's just do the prompts. Sorry, this now is, we're doing prompts. I'm just here to really document this process <laughs> and then You're interject. You're like the Olympic, the Olympic fucking commentators. And now we see Nate grabbing the journal. Actually, this is, the, this is the real shit because we got to talk about what does the artist process look like? It's messy, y'all. Y'all be thinking these people who be making these beautiful products that the journey is linear. It's no, not, it's you know? That's the joke about it. That's, that's the joke of why you a fan because it's like, <laughs> you gotta, if you're watching the process... You're a fan. You're a fan already. <laughs> like, because you wouldn't you have even done fan. that work. That's crazy. Like, you should write for Z-Ray, bro. I feel like that could be a whole sketch. You a fan. If you're doing this, if you're reading this page, you a fan. Sorry about That's going to be like our whole like brand. You a fan. You a fan. All right, here we go. It's a poem about blank. That illustrates blank. Blank. That illustrates blank. So that's a prompt. So for our writers out there, if you're ever writing something... This is a great way to make sure your piece is going to hit mm-hmm. and you're staying focused on your theme. This is a piece about blank that explains blank. Right. Write that down. Yo, there's going to be so many nuggets in this in this pod. If you write that down, you a fan. If you write that down, you a fan. <laughs> Literally right now. Damn. If all, if we was recording this, y'all would see the messiness. So it's a good thing that this is just all audio. Um, Not that us though. Okay, so... I actually have to pick a topic and write about it. <laughs> when you gotta do the work. That you gotta, do. <laughs> you gotta do the real work. The thing is, okay, so we have the concepts. I think what we need is the images. Like, we need a, a bank of images. And I'm thinking about them as, like, Lauren-specific, right? So this is a uh, this is a, a poem about a bodega that illustrates hegemony or something like that. Where it's like, this is a, a poem about a tree. This is a poem about a sunflower. This is a poem about a, a book. This is a poem about my friend. This is a poem about my mom, da-da-da, but it illustrates hegemony power visceral whatever but i need that those images like what images are we pulling from you know what i'm saying you have to know the image first we're really not. reverse engineering this book yeah i mean fuck how niggas write books we're doing it how we write books we niggas write books so yeah. we the niggas mm. 
Um, did we say that the the name of the book was gonna be <laughs> We the Niggas, right? <laughs> we the Nigga Theories, so. though. Yeah, theory for niggas. <laughs> theory for niggas. Theory for niggas. Should that be, that should be the name of the pod. Theory for niggas. Right, right. Theory for niggas. <laughs> the process of creation. Somebody's gonna okay. be like, did you hear? Did you read uh, nigga theories? And they're like, you mean theory for niggas? <laughs> theory for niggas. I just call it theory three niggas. <laughs> Yo, we wrote that shit. What's the what's theory the topic? Yo, theory what's What's the number one niggaology? Yeah. What's we the, all, we what's all the, gonna say what's, what's the, the number one, what's the number one rule? Yes, that you're Ooh. like, yo, you're not a nigga if you don't know, and if you know, you really know. Or just like about, it could it be just about existing as a nigga, like yeah. things yeah. that is specific yeah. to the nigga experience exactly. that nobody else will ever understand. Yeah. Because yeah. ooh, ooh, this is the mm. pussy poem, but oh, your y'all, yeah, y'all gonna tree. y'all gonna get the backstory in that in another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the pussy poem. Yeah. We're gonna pick one and write to it. I um, do y'all have one? Because I gotta think. Mm. Um, being a nigga means being complimented, complimented for being articulate. Ooh, mm. all right, I'm niggas gonna... stay with the. You're so articulate, like word. Niggas being shocked that you're. Yes, right, people are surprised being... that I'm articulate. Mm. Being complimented for being. That's just the default comment. Like, oh shit, you know how to use words. Mm. Um. Okay, damn. I'd be like, for being a, a female nigga, it's just, <laughs> it's being um, expected for your compliments and your beauty to excuse any actions that they give you, period. Mm. No matter what it is. It's like, if I think you, if I call you beautiful, if I say you're beautiful, I can literally do whatever I want to you, good or bad. And it's like, that's not reality. But every nigga knows that. Where it's like, you know, if you know, you know. Oh, it's okay, beautiful. Like, no, it's not okay. Or even if, like, if a if so, if uh somebody finds you attractive, you know, as a as a black male, they'd be like, ooh, yo, like, you know, you mad fine, right, nigga? And you're like, whoa, 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 there. Whoa, what are you talking about? Uh, right. Who gave you right. permission? You're like, mm. being beautiful allows them to do what others do. Um, <clears throat> I was gonna, I was gonna say, I I, I think I took it a little bit different. I was say, like, what is the essence of me knowing? Mm-hmm. The world is a niggerish place. <laughs> the the world is, is a niggerish place. It is. What's your What's your interpretation of that? The world is a niggerish place. I was gonna say, or the world isn't. Or oh, the world place is a niggerish place. Niggerish place. I'm gonna say niggerish. You're gonna say niggerish. A niggerish place. Nigga, which place? Nigga, which plate? The this place. Oh, nigga, which? Sheesh. Freestyle's gotta. I gotta come free. Nah,ミリ、you Right, and also like there's something about assuming that niggerish is bad and negative. Right. Black is black, bad negative. Dark is bad and negative. But there's something I consistently am just like this is a false narrative. Like <laughs> it can't be true because if I'm divine, how can the thing I am be not? That's divine? that Afro pessimism. Exactly. Yeah, but all, yeah, it's like this world is not made for us. But also, I'd be thinking like the thing that is the most niggerish to me is that there has to be another life. There has to be something greater than this because we are clearly not living in a world that acknowledges us Mm -hmm. so there has to be something else and it's our job to point it out find it 
you know niggas can come with us if they want but i mean our job is not to care for them our job is to just to get there and i feel like that's what a niggerish world is for me is just knowing that everything can be a lie and that's okay because you know the truth i think that goes back to the conversation we can talk about dimensions right like you have to be in like the right dimension right. we can have the same experience but if you're not in the right state of mind or you're not in the right quote-unquote dimension air quotes it's like you're like you're not gonna be able to connect to that you won't be able to see the beauty that i'm creating because you're not even on right. the level to understand and receive that right. and that's okay and i think that's kind of where a lot of times people get tripped up is they be like no i have to be there i need to see the vision like i want to i want to be able to see it from your eyes and it's like if you can't that means it just wasn't meant for you yeah. and that's it and, and that's okay because not everything like everything is not meant for everybody right. you know yeah and also just the idea of just like niggas are so i feel like inherently we're just closer to god we can't there's no world there's no world in which we're not closer to god because we just experience you know how they say like a drug addict and artist be saying shit that it's like the sinful woman forgiven you know? yeah mm. it's like, it's like you got more shit that we just gotta be fucking get, get off our chest yeah and we and we navigate it with grace and we still let niggas think that they have power over us and we're so gracious about it and like we just understand something godly in a way that other people can never and that that's what they don't understand maybe that's what they understand that's why they oppress us mm. but also they just there's something that's there's something very intuitive and i think that's what goes back to the aporia it's like there's something very intuitively godly about us and i'm not saying that not, all humans are not capable of reaching it but we just inherently just position closer to it because mm-hmm. we just we suffer like jesus suffered or whatever mm. like you know buddhism talks you know, about and you know they say about suffering when you for when you um suffer you partake in christ's suffering Woo, partaking because, yes because it's a shared burden because it's like mm-hmm. when you suffer you you suffer like christ right and I think I, stru- I struggle with that too because I think there's something very righteous about suffering, right? And mm. I think for me, because I was raised that way, I always wanted, I always felt like if I punish myself, I'm closer to God. Yeah. And if yeah. there is an external punishment, I will punish myself because I feel like the more I suffer, the closer I am to God. And but in a weird way, that became a thing where I was doing things that were not godly to punish myself, to feel far from God because that's how Jesus felt, da da da. But it's also weird because I'm doing it to be close to God. And it's like, how can you subvert that process where you're close to God without feeling like you need to suffer? Jeez. Maybe that's a real question. I, you know, and you know Maybe you do need to that. suffer. But I'm suffering, right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're suffering. Like, but yo, suffering. I feel like you could even switch that up for so many things. Because I'd be thinking about like, you could, that could be the same thing for art and just, and just creation. Mm. Because it's like, I think about this quote all the time. It's like, when I'm happy, I can't come up with shit. You know, I can't come up with no topics. I can't come up with stuff to write. But when I'm emotional, when I'm angry, when I'm passionate about something, this it just flows. That's it just it, it just becoming. So it becomes like, damn, if you want to make like top notch art, you can't be having like a good ass life. You can't be like, oh shit is great. I have no complaints. Like my my relationships are healthy. Like I love I love everything. My relationship with God is solid. Cause it's like ain't nobody right, wanna the, s- not the, not, the art not gonna slap and also ain't nobody wanna see that. Yeah. Not even that. Planting your wellness. Yes. Your wellness. That, you're great. Like, what do you people mean? people relate to pain and struggle because yeah. that's what we all kind of going through. And we all and in we some all, shape or form. Yeah, I mean that's some human experiences suffering, right? And being aware of suffering. Because I feel like also if you didn't know that it was suffering, you'd just be my body's going through a cycle. We're weirdly aware of the fact that he did something wrong, and we guilt ourselves and shame ourselves, da, da, da. and it's like we could just be like, "Oh, we're going through something." Are we? Are I mean, we what's the difference between going through it and suffering? Like, what's the difference? Metamorphosis. Truly, honestly. Oh, so you're saying you gotta be something has to happen to you at the end? 
if yeah. you learn. So if you don't learn, are you suffering? If you don't, <laughs> I feel like what was the other word? You just think it's pleasure. Metamorphosis. Ooh, before mm-hmm. before you find out, before you learn the lesson, suffering is just pleasure. Oh, is it pleasure? It could be. Is it pleasure? Or is it, it after? Be. Is it after that's when you learn that the pain is pleasure? Because in the beginning, it just is pain, right? Okay, so what if... Okay, that's... I feel like it can also be true the other way. If you find out... If you learn the lesson, then the suffering is pleasure. Because then you can be like, I can withstand it because I know the lesson is coming. That's a mountain thing we talk about. Yo, yeah. You can't climb up a smooth mountain, y'all. Right. There has to be ridges in order for you to go up. So that's the same thing about life. Shout out Eric Thomas, E.T., the hip-hop preacher. You know what I mean? He be talking about that in, in in, in one of his sermons. Check it out. Um, I think it's called a, a Place of Hope Ministries that he ha- also has on top of his um, speaking engagements. But he talks a lot about how you have to have joy in the midst of a crisis because it's the crisis that's going to really form you to the life that you truly want. Right. If you didn't have any of those, you wouldn't be satisfied. You wouldn't be fully formed. You wouldn't be the person that you actually say that you want to be. But it's like we want to have the opposite of that life and benefit from going through all these struggles it's like you can't have it both ways and it's the same thing also that's what i'm saying like it can be the same with art right? it's like you have to have you have to have joy in the midst of the crisis that's how you that's why you create in the art to find that joy to be able to like create that energy and be like yo like even though i'm suffering i'm making this beautiful thing yeah. and then yeah. within making that beautiful thing because you're suffering you find out that the pain really is pleasure. And then you become high key, like addicted to that feeling where you're like, <laughs> yo, if that's how, because like, you're like, if this is how I get to my, like, higher self. my higher self, my flies pieces, the shit that people really rock with, now I'm gonna un- think, myself. I'm just gonna hurt myself and I'm gonna think that because, like, hurting myself is the pleasure. Right. Because, and then it really transforms to being like, I take pleasure in giving pain. Because I know that the outcome is going to be beautiful. Yeah. And it's like, how many... I think about, like, what is the purpose of beautiful things, right? What do they do? Because, like, they just have a static value. What is the purple purpose of beautiful things, Listen, but beautiful things, though, do a lot for us. Like, think about the difference between... First of all, biological responses. You're going to react to a beautiful thing differently. They're going to, you know, react to something that's not beautiful. Because there are just certain patterns that give you biological responses. I'll give you an example. If I see some shit that has bumps on it, I'm feeling... Bumpy? Bumpy. I'm feeling itchy. And I don't control that. That's just how your mind is thought to like, mm, perceive. But I, I don't know. I think you can switch that. You can. You can definitely switch it, right? You can train right. your brain not you to do You can control this. it. It's the same thing as being like, okay, I'm going to train myself to not think that this thing is beautiful that is not beautiful. You can try it. But sometimes beautiful things are dangerous. Like, that's what I was saying about little fires everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. Sometimes the only good thing about a person is that they're beautiful. And it's like, I'll let you have that because you have nothing else going for you. And that's, I mean, beauty can be a redemption. Like, beauty can redeem a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's like, if we didn't have beauty, like at Phillips Academy, they, they built the Addison because they were saying we wanted the boys to be close to beauty. We thought if they were close to beautiful things, they would be inspired to be their best self, right? That's what I'm saying. Like that's yeah, y'all. Sus, I'm giving the uh, but it's also sad face. but if you think about it, if you surround yourself with inspiring things that may give you pleasure, how could how could that make you that? How is that not gonna make you a better person, a better version of yourself? Hmm. The idea is, yeah. I think you should have more like struggle around you you can struggle but that doesn't mean that beautiful things don't have value if you don't i mean mean, that's the thing though is beautiful struggle creates beautiful things right exactly but what about things that are beautiful without struggle that's what i'm saying what's the value of those things that doesn't exist 
Something's a beautiful without struggle. Well, there's a struggle. It, it becomes that's everything. what I'm saying. It becomes vapid. They probably so think about people who have nice things but never work for it. They experience life in the nice things, and people tell them that they're lucky and whatever. But they never really experience. But they didn't that. fight for it, so they always don't understand it fully. They don't really understand. And somebody's suffering. They're suffering. It's just separated from them in a way where they're just like they don't even they don't even get the full experience of the thing because they were separated from the labor of it, yeah, the creation of it. I see. And that's it, it loses value when it's only but it has you know but it still can maintain something for a while yeah you, you know, know what you know what's a, a good i feel like another good example of that is think about somebody how somebody dresses who has money and all they wear is designer right mm-hmm. and think about somebody who doesn't have as much money but still rocks designer mm-hmm. it's in a very different way right. because it's yeah. like the person who's accustomed to wearing designer it comes off cheap mm-hmm. because it's like it's like tacky it's tacky because it's like bro it's like because it's and like I'm not trying to shade nobody, but it's like think about a, like celebrities who wear like like designer head to toe, the same designer, all Fendi, all yeah. Dior. Yeah, it's like tacky. it's like it's kind of tacky, and it's like that's cool that you got the money to flex like that, but it's like because you had that money, you're not even trying to dress at this yeah. point. You're literally there's no just there's it. there's there's no real like yeah, you're just wearing a label. You're just wearing a label. And that's not like all people who have money, but like that's in comparison to somebody who does have designer pieces. They're gonna style it differently of being like, "Yo, I'm gonna have this as a standout piece. I'm gonna have this as a whatever yeah, piece. Like, I'm gonna have five hundred dollars." Yeah, wear like I'm wearing it every day. The, the value is different, and <laughs> somehow it looks better on the person who's like mixing it with different stuff yeah. than the person who's wearing all designer. Right. Even though in theory, the shit that's designer should be way more fire. Right, and they also don't like value that designer thing more than the rest of the fit. Like they don't say like, "Oh, because it's designer, I'm only gonna wear this belt I'm naked." You know what I'm saying? I like, feel like you. I feel like you want it more because you can't afford it right you want it more but also you're more intentional about being like if this becomes the most important thing then it consumes me but i know how to balance it which means i can take this expensive thing and care for it mm-hmm. and also have my other shit versus mm-hmm. like oh i'm throwing all my shit away because i have this one designer thing like you know oh, they have their balance in, their yeah, lives in a way yeah. that you might not if you didn't know the value of that thing mm-hmm. you know how, how do we get here? I feel like we're talking about something else. Like suffering. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about suffering. This is nigga theories, bro. You gotta write a... I'm, I'm, I'm doing voice to text for all this, by the way. Voice to text? All right. Cool. We're gonna have to... I would love to see what the text is gonna say in comparison to the pod. Be like, is, is this a is this similar? a transcription of what really happened? Essentially. Yeah. Or is this just Google Doc? <laughs> giving its own account. I mean, the thing is, so there's also this tool that you can, it's a, you can make word clouds. But you can also just see which words you use the most and just organize the words in different ways. Literally, like, you can say the 10 times or organize all the together. And you can pull out words that you said. And then from that bank of cool words you said, you can also just be like, oh, damn, okay, from these words, you can reorganize them into that's a poem. Yeah, and emphasize, like, different things. Yeah. Yo, some tips, bro. If you're listening, I know we'd be going in and out, but this is really talking about the artist's creative process. Creative process. There's going to be... It's not linear. There's going to be bumps and bruises, but I think within having this conversation so that the writing then is going to hit more because I know that y'all want it to be like a conversation and sometimes it's kind of difficult to write things as a conversation because it's like how do you not be so literal but you also want to give like that casual vibe of being like I'm giving you information that I want you to digest in a way that you don't even know you're digesting it like you're you're getting you're getting the nigga theory but you're getting it through listening through this pod I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not that us. But. And I mean, that's the whole point too. Is I like it. You know the theory, and we're having a conversation with you about the theory too, because 
we all know the theory which is inherent in all of us and part of it is us just sitting and chatting with y'all sitting chatting the world tradition yeah but yeah this is saying crazy shit this just says justice in Shangsa oral tradition <laughs> Like, oh, oh shit. Justice, what? It's just saying crazy shit. Oh, and Yeah. Oh, wait. You was... Yeah. How long has that been going on for? A little bit. What? I'm trying to think of what I said. Hmm. Yeah, you caught a case? Did it catch me? I'm trying to catch a case. It's not even that much. It's like a couple of pages. It keeps cutting in and out, so it's going to be really interesting to read it later. But, um... Okay. Maybe that's a point. We're actually going to go back to writing. But before we go back to writing, we're going to leave y'all with something. Because this is just a, a snippet. If you're still listening, damn, you might as well subscribe. Shish. <laughs> you know why? <laughs> why? You a fan? You a fan, bro? It's okay. It's okay to be a fan. It's okay. So, so, so since we're gonna it. we're gonna go into the creative process, y'all, and we all are artists. What's one thing you want to leave our audience with about the creative process? Um, trust it. Go with it. Don't force it. And if you're a fan, you're my comrade. Okay, alright. Mm. You feel me? Sheesh, the creative process, yo. Um, the creative process, somebody was saying this, it's like creating is something that gods do. It's a godly trait, right? It's a like part of your divinity. You're calling me right there. Woo! Yeah, I think it might have been Nate. The no, bigger I said Nate. That. Nate the god. Yeah. <laughs> Nate the god. But, but it's also like somebody, when you create, it's like a different energy. You're transmuting like a different energy, especially when you take things that are suffering and make them beautiful. Like that's a crazy type of creation so don't take that don't take that lightly like i think about how much art i make like this week we did the ceramics mm-hmm. we're doing this book today like every time i create something i feel godly and even whatever however small however big like it's it brings you closer to god i feel so yeah mm-hmm. is that a theory right there i can't feel yeah, that is slapping um i'd say for me is like if you feel like creating if you're inspired to create if you think about i want to do something that is um, your inner self that's trying to tell you that there's something that needs to be done. There's something that needs to be said and honor that because a lot of times it'd be like, I want to do something and you get that little notification, that little tap on the shoulder and we don't understand maybe it's importance in the moment until after create. So with the process, if you feel like you should be in the process, do it and do it and do it in your own way. You know what I mean? You don't have to do it the way you think the process should be done do it the way it needs to be done for you but just respect that if you're like dang i want to write a book start recording voice notes if you're like dang i want to be a painter start small like just do that because like i said that will unlock you are creating you are in your higher self you are in your godly right to do so so stay tuned and all right peace out fans Bye. peace